Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, It's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Fascinating. For over 30 years and still your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. What the hell's going on out here? Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. Yeah. And now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco, here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! And Foreman is as poised as can be! Pedro Fernandez. Thomas Ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in San Francisco, California. Check it, sports fans. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 35, make that 36 plus years now. Radio presence, of course, often imitated but never duplicated. Here I sit high atop my throne. I am the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio race. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. There's a million things you can be doing right now. The fact you listen to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, well, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Straight up, we're talking boxing and MMA for the next two hours on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, and of course, Sirius XM Satellite Radio Channel 211, the Dan Patrick Channel. We'll hear from the undefeated San Franciscan, the kid from the city by the bay. I'm talking about Devin Haney. He's now 24 and zip, 15 KOs. He skipped the Olympics, considered almost a cinch to win an Olympic gold medal, or at least a medal. Bottom line is, he skipped it, 24-0, only 20 years old. We'll hear from the young man, of course, last night. He shut out Alfredo Santiago. Pretty good fight for Mr. Haney. Mr. Santiago, a learning experience. Now 12-1, 4 KOs. Haney now, 24 and zip, 15 wax. Of course, that sets up the big fight, eventually, with Ryan Garcia, the superstar, of course, of Golden Boy Promotions, the Oscar De La Hoya clone, the Renner. This is the guy that's going to bring boxing back after Canelo leaves. That's right. He'll be the heir apparent. At least that's what Golden Boy thinks. But Mr. Devin Haney, he's got some uh, he's got some issues with that. Bottom line is, we're from Devin Haney. We're from promoter Barry Hearn. We're from Muhammad Ali today. Larry Merchant will join us. Who else? Oh, yeah, Joe Frazier will be here. Will Chamberlain. Am I done? The UFC. We've got all kinds of things happening. Bless. You can join us on the tour fee if you like. 1-800-878-7529 or, or the Guilfrey No Commitment text line. 415-275-1613. You're tuning to Ring Talk on Sports Byline. Throwing my money all over this town. Then I wouldn't be doggone. Hey, hey, I belong. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. 
clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent, sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Men, if you want to pee easier, listen to this. A new Nobel Prize discovery was just proven in a clinical trial to help men pee 241% more, ending multiple trips to the bathroom and the constant urge to go. This breakthrough is finally available in a pill called Prostavive LS, developed by famed men's health expert Dr. Al Sears. And for a limited time, you can get a free bottle. Call 800-769-8155. Patients who've taken Prostavive LS are singing its praises. Hi, my name is Paul, and I'm 73 years old. I used to get up multiple times a night to go to the bathroom, but after taking Prostavive LS, I now sleep through the night. Prostavive LS does not require a prescription, and there are no side effects. But this free bottle is not available in stores. Call 800-769-8155 to get your free bottle of this Nobel Prize-winning discovery proven in clinical trials to help men pee 241% more. That's 800-769-8155. Tired of wearing the same five shirts every week? We can help. Stitch Fix is a personal styling service that matches you with your own stylist. Someone who listens to what works for you and delivers clothes right to your door. So you take the hassle out of shopping and find new styles that leave you feeling great. It starts with a simple profile you create in just minutes. Explore different styles and leave notes for your stylist about what you like. For a small $20 styling fee, your clothes are hand-selected for you based on your profile and then delivered to you so you can try them on in the comfort of your own home. Pay only for what you keep and send everything else back. Plus, the styling fee is applied to what you keep and shipping, returns, and exchanges are always free. With Stitch Fix, you'll get access to great looks ranging from refined to rugged, and everything is hand-selected to fit your physique and your budget. Discover the stylist and styles that work for you at stitchfix.com. Personal styling for men, women, and kids. stitchfix.com. Personal styling for everybody. I'm pretty handy around the house, but now that I have kids, I don't want to spend my Saturday installing a toilet or fixing an air conditioner. But thankfully, there's HomeAdvisor. HomeAdvisor helps me find the best home pros in my area to handle any kind of project. You can read reviews of the pros, check their availability, and even book appointments online. And what my wife loves most is that HomeAdvisor is completely free to use. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app to get started. HomeAdvisor. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He is the greatest fighter of all times next to me. Okay, we already know that. Straight up, you are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcasting. Of course, Devin Haney shining last night. The kid from San Francisco, 24 and zip. Well, can I say 20 KOs, a 120-107 winner three times across the uh, board. In other words, he shut this man out and scored an extra point in one round. Straight up, a fantastic fighter. He dropped San Diego round number five and almost finished him. And I got to tell you, a very, very clever fighter, much like Sugar Ray Leonard back in the days. I kid you not, this might be the next coming of Ray Charles Leonard. Let's hear from Devin Haney post-fight. Um, he actually showed me some a little bit of a surprise how crafty he was, how able, how he was able to survive and and you know be able to hold on. You know, like I said, I heard him, I heard him early, but and I heard him a few times, uh, you know, as the fight went on. But he was able to hold on, you know, uh, clinch, tie up, you know, um, 
many different things, which, you know, surprised me, but it's all part of the game. You know, every, all this is, is everything that I asked for. You know, I, I asked my promoter, you know, I, I wanted to, to, you know, fight as soon as possible. And, you know, th this is all part of the game. I'm happy with my performance. I got to win, you know, um, I'm the youngest world champion in boxing, you know, and I'm blessed. Well, you can't make the fight if the other guy don't want to take the fight. But, you know, I, I believe Ryan Garcia will like that fight. I believe there's a huge amount of money for that fight from the zone as well at the right time. What are you in the game for? You know, he's going to want to challenge for the world title sooner or later. Devin's a WBC world champion. We're all under the same network. It's a very, very easy fight to make. I mean, this is just uh, another fight in my career to, to to show that you know I'm a true champion. You know, I'm I love to fight. I'm willing to fight whoever, whenever, you know, however. You know, um, like like I said, you know, I I knew that I was fighting. I was prepared, you know, for what whatever. When I go in there, I make I I make the adjustments you know needed to get the win, and that's what I did tonight. So you know, it doesn't matter week, day, whatever. I'll I'll be ready. You know, it it really just depends on you know. In 2020, like I said, I want to make the big fights happen. If I can't. If I can't get those big fights in 2020, then I'm going to move up to 140. You know, 135 is not easy for me to make, um, you know, um, especially, you know, you know, I'm, my body's still growing. My body's still maturing. But in 2020, you know, let's make these big fights happen before I move up to 140. Javonta Davis is a great fighter. And Devin Haney against Javonta Davis is a super fight that will and should happen, in my opinion. Um, you know, he's... He won a regular title at 130, and he's moving to 135 to fight for a regular title as well. If he wants to fight for a full world title, he can fight Devin Haney. But that's, you know, I see all those fights for, for Devin Haney materializing. He'll never turn down a fight, and tonight was a really important fight to get 12 rounds to prepare him for Ryan Garcia, Javonta Davis, Mikey Garcia at 140 is a brilliant fight for him as well. Josh Taylor at 140 is a great fight for Devin Haney. Jose Ramirez at 140 is a great fight for Devin Haney. You will see him in all of these fights over the next few years. He's 20 years old. Ladies and gentlemen, WBC world champion Devin Haney. Barry Hearn, of course, promoter extraordinaire out of the U.K., a man that's helping run the zone. Last night, of course, fight was on the zone from the Staples Center. Um, I got to give Devin Haney all kinds of props because I think he's scared he scared the WBC, the World Boxing Council, the world of bunco and chicanery in some people's mind. reason why I say that is the WBC anointed Vasilo Menchenko a franchise champion. In other words, you know, he's untouched. And then he, they moved Devin Haney in his lightweight champion because they sort of knew, I think, that Devin Haney and Lomachenko, well, put, put it to you like this. Vasilo Menchenko may be the best fighter pound for pound in the world or one of the two, three, four, four best fighters pound for pound in the world. He's talking about moving back to 130. In other words, he would cut off basically his left you-know-what and his right you-know-what in order to make 130 pounds again to not fight at 135. And I said to myself, what could prompt somebody to move down to move down in weight? I mean, come on, man. Nobody wants to cut the left one off again. Come on, that's tough. You guys don't know what it's like to spit down to 130 pounds or spit down to 135. Anyway, spitting down to 135 is one thing. Spitting down to 130 after fighting at 135 is like hell. Bottom line is... I don't know if Lomachenko can do it, but I think that's why the WBC anointed him as their franchise champion and moved him into an untouchable stance because Devin Haney, 24 and zip, 20 KOs, was sniffing at the door. Bottom line is, Haney's a star, no doubt about that, and him and Ryan Garcia, we'll get to Ryan probably in hour number two, but Ryan Garcia, of course, a winner on last week's card, a fantastic fighter as well, but he's all offense. Is he defense? Is he a complete fighter? Well, he isn't as complete as, Dev as Devin Haney at this point in time, but there's bad blood be between those two guys no doubt about that Billy Joe Saunders 
former WBO middleweight champion, is 160 pounds now fighting as the WBO 168-pound champion. The super middleweight champion was losing, was getting his hand handed to him until this clown, Marcelo Esteban Coceres, I don't know what he was thinking, but you never, you never celebrate before the fight's over. You have to stay totally focused. <clears throat> I mean totally focused. Yeah, you could do a bolo punch on a guy and clown him a little bit, but you still have to stay totally focused. I mean, the fight still, <clears throat> it, it can still, things can still happen. And what happened? Well, Billy Joe Saunders came out and very end of the fight last night and scored a come-from-behind knockout over Mr. Coceres. I didn't think Saunders was in the fight nowhere, no how. His corner knew he wasn't in the fight, yet he pulled it off. More power to him. Uh, James Herring, the WBO 130-pound champion, was a winner over Lamont Roach. I was in the WBO 100 junior Lightweight title fight, of course. Junior lightweight, lightweight, 140 pounds. That's really happening. 130 to 140 pounds is rocking and rolling. Of course, I said Ryan Garcia knocking out Romero Duno last week in like just one minute. I mean, he knocked him out like, like boom. It was all over. So he's all offense. Haney, the complete fighter. Will Ryan Garcia develop into that type of fighter? I mean, here's what's up. They're both young. This is sort of good for boxing because we've got kids that – that are basically untouched, they're not marked up, they're not beat up, they've gotten to the upper echelons of professional boxing without taking a beating. I'm talking about both Ryan Garcia and Mr. Haney, so you've got to look for big things for those guys. And, of course, the guy in the background is still going to be Vasil Lomachenko. Now, before we go to the break, got to mention this. Nonito Donaire, 12 hard rounds. Of course, he went 12 hard rounds across the pond in Japan. <clears throat> With uh, Mr. Anoy, Nail Anoy, of course, the monster at 118, 122 pounds now. This guy's the real deal, no doubt about that. This is the World Boxing Super Series. Inoy <coughs> suffered a broken uh, jaw, not a broken jaw, a couple broken face bones, reminiscent of what I used to do to people. Ah, just kidding. Anyway, bottom line is Donaire scored with a big left hook, had him wobbling and rolling, but he couldn't finish him. And you got to give Nonito props. He's like 36, 37 years old. Anoy's only 20, 25, 26, so Anoy's on the rise. Nonitos should just step away right now. It would be a perfect time to step away, no doubt about that. You are tuned to, the, tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Open phone lines around the planet. You can join us if you'd like. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or, or the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. You can text us here. Larry Merch is coming up in a couple minutes. Want to shoot Larry a text? You can. The text line, 415-275-1613. The text number once again here in the studio, 415-275-1613. You're tuned in the Mighty Sports Byline broadcast. And we're talking combat sports, boxing, and MMA only on Sports Byline. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 35, make that 36 years of radio presence. Check it out. Ring Talk returns right after the break. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? 
fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Welcome back to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, a sports byline production. My name is Pedro Fernandez. We're talking boxing and MMA today only on Sports Byline. From the city by the bay to the city of angels, let's bring in the retired HBO godfather, Mr. Larry Merchant. Larry, very good morning to you, sir. Back at you, Pedro. What's up? Question is, um, why is it, you know, all this, this Canelo talk, I mean, everybody wants to fight Canelo and make billions of dollars. I mean, I, I've heard that, that Andre Ward's even do. In fact, I'm willing to bet my life on it that Andre Ward's been out doing some road work in the last couple of weeks because they're talking about, of course, him maybe stepping up or coming out of retirement and taking on Canelo Alvarez. But what about the Charlo brothers? I mean, these guys are middleweights. Why aren't they making any noise about, about Canelo? Presumably because it's one of those cross-promotions between promoters oh. and uh, and television uh, networks. Uh, and also, although they're good fighters, and I really like Jamal uh, Charlo, who's a puncher, um, they haven't made that 
statement that reaches uh, a little bit beyond the boxing world. Uh, so, um, look, I I thought that that's where uh, Canelo would go before uh, he decided he'd rather try a Kovalev. So they have to make their bones and decide where they want to go uh, and whether they can be crossover fighters in the sense of crossovering to other uh, networks for big fights. All that is um, mixed into this uh, stew. Question. November 23rd, Deontay Wilder defends against Luis Ortiz, uh, I believe, in a rematch. Of course, they, they battled once before. Ortiz is 40 going on 90, you know, Cuban fighter, of course, of suspect age. At least I've always found it suspect because the dealings I've had with Cuban fighters is they tell you one age and you find out they're another because there's really no way to check their birth, per se. But Ortiz and Wilder going November 23rd. Is this anything more than a work fight for Deontay Wilder? Is, is Luis Ortiz a real threat? I don't know, but I'm surprised that Wilder would go against Ortiz because uh, uh, Ortiz was a mountain that uh, he had to climb earlier in his career, and he climbed it. Uh, Why would he go back uh, and try it again? Uh, Just as I was uh, surprised that Canelo uh, would move all the way up um, to fight Kovalev. It's it's a little bit risky, it seems to me, uh, going into fights with Fury or Ruiz or uh, Joshua. Uh, he didn't have to fight this guy, and um, Ortiz is, uh, you know, he's a difficult mountain to climb, and, and uh, I'm curious to see what he brings. Sonny just shot me a text out of Vegas. He said Jamal Charles is going to fight Dennis Hogan on the 7th of December. Dennis Hogan was the guy that went 12 rounds, and I thought beat Jaime Munguia. I thought he beat him, like, hands down. I didn't think it was even close. I mean, it was like 8-4, to four, easy 8-4, to four, and they gave it the other way. Of course, this kid, from he's from Scotland, take that back from Australia, 28-2-1, seven KOs. Not a big puncher, not a marquee guy, so I guess the boxing establishment sort of looked the other way on that one. But Dennis Hogan is going to uh, mix it up with Jamal Charlo. And, Charlo, you know, if Charlo takes care of Hogan, he makes a statement at 160, and that sort of gets him in with uh, Mungia. And he goes, those guys can fight as the B guys, and eventually they become A guys, and somebody will fight Canelo. Uh, that sounds about right. But I, I, I uh, question whether Canelo will go back down to middleweight. So because he generates uh, the big bucks, uh, the likelihood that I can foresee is that he settles at 168. And if he's 168 and Jamal wins a middleweight title or titles and uh, it's perceived as a big event, then he probably would have to move up to fight Canelo at 168. And uh, fighters will do that because they're also uh, businessmen in a perilous uh, world. And if that's how you make the the money, then that's how you, you roll. You know, Godfather, I'm not a betting guy. And one of my mentors, the late Jacob Finkelstein, a.k.a. Jack Fiscal Hall of Famer himself, told me, don't bet on the fights because it, it ruins your uh, your analysis and your objectivity. But Andre Ward, <clears throat> 
He's being offered or, or being there's a whole lot of money being dangled out there for him to come out of retirement. Of course, the undefeated 2004 Olympic gold medalist and former light heavyweight and super middleweight champion of the world. They're dangling a whole lot of money in front of him. I'm willing to bet he's out doing some road work this week. I'd be willing to bet on that. Would you? Uh, no, I wouldn't. Or I, I he has himself uh, proclaimed uh, that he doesn't want the fight. He is not coming out of retirement. Now, that doesn't mean that it's a final, final, final decision, but um, he's been uh, uh, pretty uh, honest about his career. Um, It was bound to happen that somebody would come along and challenge him, and he'd be able to make a a lot of money out of it. But if that's the way he is uh, really going, and he had a big interview with uh, Dan Raphael about it uh, this past week, he says no, no, and no. Um, He's still young enough to change his mind a few times. Uh, It was the first thing that came into my mind um, after he uh, uh, conquered um, Kovalev. But I honor his uh, his wish, and uh, if he comes out of retirement, good for him, uh, or bad for him, I don't know. That's his decision. I don't tell people when to retire because then they will tell me when to retire. <laughs> they Thank may you. tell me to even retire from my retirement. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm, all right, I'm gonna stop telling people to retire because I'm getting up there, and I guess hey, that's a good one, Godfather. Anyway, injuries. He's got a. Uh, he's got a new ACL. I'm talking about Andre Ward. He's had an ACL put in his leg from a cadaver, so he's had all kinds of different various injuries. But I, 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 I've known Andre Ward. He is the from Oakland, California, originally from San Francisco. So I've known him since he was a little baby boy, a little kid, and you know, fighting in the in the silver gloves and stuff like that. And I'm willing to think right now that he's negotiating. This is all a position of negotiation. The interview with Dan Raphael was all spin. That that Dan, that that Dan Raphael said, you know, hey, would you give me an interview? And Andre Ward goes, oh yeah. And Andre Ward goes out there and says, no, no, no. And that just makes more and more money because on the other fi- on the other flip side, there's some people from his camp asking for thirty five or forty million bucks to make the fight. So in other words, if they're putting a price on the fight, and he's saying no. I think there's that's that's some type of uh, type of um, how can I put this uh, negotiations. Okay, well. Uh... Uh, Pedro, uh, you, this may be one of those rare occasions when you're exactly right. <laughs> one of those rare occasions, Godfather. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. All right, Andrew Ruiz and 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 and, um, and Anthony Joshua are they still going to be able to air condition the desert? And that's what you told us a couple weeks ago, and I'm still scratching my head on that one. Well, um, they they built an indoor uh, uh, ski run. And they got a lot of money there, and they got uh, so I suppose uh, they've made some uh, uh, propositions that they're going to uh, uh, make it uh, comfortable in the ring for the fighters. Uh, I have to uh, uh, say, if they put up forty million dollars to bring a fight to Dubai, then uh, then maybe they got another forty million dollars to build some uh, some. Uh, a system of uh, fans that uh, make the uh, fighters, if not the actual uh, human fans, uh, comfortable. 
But, um, hey, the fighters have bought into it. The promoters have bought into it. It's it's a $40 million uh, base from which they work, aside from what the uh, television revenues might be. That's pretty darn good. No doubt about that. Um, big money on the line at 135 pounds. Of course, we got Lomachenko, got Teofimo Lopez, a lot of guys at 135, rocking and rolling. Of course, last night you got to see this kid, Devin, Devin Haney, who looks excellent. Of course, 24 and 0, 20 kills out of the city by the bay, San Francisco. He gave up an Olympic career as far as going to the Olympics, was starting to turn pro. So he says he wants to make some noise with Ryan Garcia at 135 pounds, 140 pounds. Boxing's looking how can I put this? Incredibly exciting, Godfather. Incre- I mean, this, it's, it's like, wow. Well, it would be more exciting to me if we knew uh, when Mikey Garcia was going to uh, uh, come back. I've written him off. Well, you may be right there, but I, you know, he, he has a, a, a non-boxer's uh, traditional view of the game. He's made, he's come out of one, two or three year your retirement already, even though he's, what, 31, 32 years old. I think he's a, a master boxer uh, and a good puncher at that weight. And I think that eventually um, there'll be some pretty good big bucks for, for him to fight uh, Lomachenko. Uh, and I'm, I'm I hope you, he does uh, come back from gl- uh, that fight against. Spence. I'm glad you brought up Lomachenko because he he was a WBC champion and they anointed him a franchise champion and because uh, Devin Haney was ranked number one. That you know they should have fought. I mean these guys they should have like said the WBC should have said let these guys slug it out and said they give they give Lomachenko some franchise belt some kind of crap like that so these guys don't meet. I mean the sanctioning bodies are not helping here. They're not helping here. Uh, look, the sanctioning bodies are a business, and they'll do uh, whatever they think it takes uh, to have uh, the money-making fighters on their roles. Um, and I just look at the, all this as a as a, a, a marketing uh, ploy and scam. Um, anybody who's listed in the top 10 these days has already won two or three or four titles. It doesn't mean anything to me, but maybe for those who don't follow the game and they want to know about who these guys are who are fighting each other, and somebody says, well, this guy won three titles and the other guy won five titles, yeah. <clears throat> and maybe that makes an impression on people as a, in, in the marketing world. Oh. Uh, but uh, to me, there's uh, I'm 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 so old that I still think there's only really one champion in the division. Okay, Godfather, I will leave you with that. But I got to ask you this one question before we go: Will the impeachment hearings be must-watch TV? Um, for those people who are into uh, this uh, political uh, boxing event, yes. Good enough. Godfather, say hello to the Godmama. Give her a kiss. We'll talk soon. Back at you. The great Larry Merchant, the Hall of Famer, folks, on the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Going to talk some Ali after the break. You can join us if you like. Give me a text, 415-275-1613. Once again, the studio text line, 415-275-1613. You're tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Joshua. 
Looks so tired. I think he wants out. He says that's it. Andy Ruiz is the heavyweight champion. Don't forget, Ring Talk airs Saturday and Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific time right here on the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, and, of course, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, Channel 211. But when I get put... <laughs> here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. The chilly weather is here and the holidays are just around the corner. And as the days get shorter, it may feel like you have no time to finish those lingering home projects on your to-do list. Luckily, HomeAdvisor can give you a hand so you can sit back and enjoy the holiday cheer. From minor repairs to major remodels, HomeAdvisor will connect you with top-rated pros in your area who can help with any home project from painting and plumbing to furnace repair and even hanging up those holiday lights The pros have been reviewed by your neighbors so you can see what others thought of their work. And if you're not sure how much your project should cost, get multiple quotes from pros and use HomeAdvisor's Project Cost Guide to see what others paid for similar projects. And to top it all off, you can book appointments online. No more phone tag. HomeAdvisor makes it beyond easy. So get your projects done now before the holiday rush and to find the right pro at a fair price, just ask HomeAdvisor. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free award-winning HomeAdvisor app today. iHeartRadio loves music, so let's count the ways. Over 20 million songs from 800,000 artists, all free. And like Pandora, you can create your own custom station from any of those 800,000 artists. Just tell us an artist or even a song that you like, and we'll build a custom playlist for you. Add to that thousands of the best live radio stations, and you'll never have to worry about finding the perfect song for your commute, mood, or party. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download our iHeartRadio app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Say something right here. This might make you all think. Life is not really long. Let's say the average person, 30 years old. If you're 30 years old, you are not but about seven years old. How can I prove it? Add up all the seven, eight, nine hours you slept for 30 years. Out of 30 years, out of all the nights, last night when you went to bed and woke up this morning, you don't remember a thing. You've been unconscious. For about eight years, if you're 30 years old, you slept about eight years. Okay. 
how much traveling have you done in 30 years from the television station to home to another country to another city to school to church you've probably traveled two years your life was spent just getting back and forth to where you're going so there's eight years of sleeping two years of traveling there's 30 years out of your life before you accomplish anything how long do you sit in school in america we stay in school from the first grade to 12th grade same here yeah six hours a day six hours a day for 12 years break it down you sit in a classroom for three years without leaving okay two years of traveling eight years of sleeping three years of school how many movies have you went to how many wrestling matches how much entertainment how many movie theaters live plays baseball games probably two years of entertainment by the time you have children by the time you have uh, made a way for your children, by the time you've paid for your home, you're pushing 60 years old. So life is real short. So you add up all your traveling, add up all your sleeping, add up all your school, add up all your entertainment, you've probably been half your life doing nothing. So what am I, I'll, I'm 35 years old, 30 more years I'll be 65. We don't have no more influence. We can't do nothing much at 65, your wife will tell you that. So what I'm saying, when you're 65, when you're 65, ain't too much more to do. So did you know I'll be 65 in 30 more years? In those 30 years, I have to sleep nine years. I don't have 30 years of daylight. I have to travel back to America, take six, seven miles. All my traveling, probably four years of traveling in the next 30 years, about nine years of sleeping, television, movies, entertainment, about three years of entertainment. Out of 30 years, I might have about 16 years to be productive. So it's how we can all break individual lives down. The way to look at the world through the eyes of Muhammad Ali. You are to the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Of course, Ali turned pro. October 29, 1960, Tony Hunsecker, who turned out to be a Louisville fireman, he stepped in the ring, and I think they went six rounds together. The bottom line is it was a good event, of course, for Louisville, Kentucky, and, of course, the hometown kid coming out after winning the Olympic gold medal as a light heavyweight in 1960, and, of course, wrapped it up, wrapped it up in the Bahamas, of course, with a fight with Trevor Burbick. Man, that was a little bit sad, but that's just the way it goes. Of course, you know, Ali told me one time that after, of course, it was long after he retired, but he told me one time that, you know, sometimes you have to support other people or you, have, you make decisions based on other people's lives. And I didn't want to go into deep on that, but, you know, he sort of he sort of indicated that he fought a couple of times to sort of pay for things that were charitable. And bene- uh, he was a very benevolent man. And at the end of the day, Muhammad Ali, of course, retired, man, in 1980, 1981 after losing to Trevor. But the big fight with Larry Holmes, of course, the, the showdown in Las Vegas, Larry Holmes was 35-0. That was a bit sad for me. And I remember crying. Yeah, I was in tears the next day at the press conference, the post-fight press conference. I went up to Ali, and I had tears. I mean, I was holding them back, but you can see the tears rolling out the side of my eyes. And he said to me, man, don't cry. I'll be okay. Don't cry for me. I'm okay. I said, you know, are you hurt? And I mean, I was, man, I was blown away. I couldn't believe it. I mean, here my hero had just been slain. I mean, it was like it was like watching the mob come through like with a machine gun, <clears throat> with a drive-by shooting. That's how Larry Holmes, how, that's the beat down Larry Holmes put on Muhammad Ali. And, of course, that was October 2nd, 1980. It was also the day that the great actor Steve McQueen died back in 1980. But Muhammad Ali retired 1981. His final record? 
Not a bad one. Not a bad one. 56-5. and five. Stopped that one time against Larry Holmes. 37 kills. And, of course, that last loss against Trevor Burbick, December 11th, 1981. It was in the Bahamas, and that's when Don King sort of got mugged. He sort of got beat up that night. Don King almost didn't make it out of the Bahamas in one piece. Now, back to current state boxing. We talked earlier, or we heard earlier, from Devin Haney, the WBC lightweight champion, the man I think that was avoided by Vasil Lomachenko. Now, I can say that because... It looks pretty obvious. I mean, if the sanctioned body wanted to, they could have mandated these guys to fight, but they didn't. They didn't. Instead, they gave him some, some they gave Lomachenko some anointed title, franchise champion, something like that. I don't know. It sounds like a bunch of crap to me. Anyway, at the end of the day, these two guys aren't fighting, and they should be fighting. In other words, when a guy moves up to the number one contendership, you don't leave. You don't vacate. You don't say, hey, you know, uh, this guy's number one. I'm leaving. You don't do that. You fight him. You fight the number one guy, and that's what should be happening here. I mean, Lomachenko should have fought Devin Haney. Why didn't he? You watched that fight last night. Haney's got those moves. Man, Haney might be able to feint somebody into another time zone. That's how <clears throat> that's how good he is with that with that with those feints, man. He's got feints. He's got move, nice fast hands. Can lead with hooks. He hurt his young. He hurt Mister. Uh, he hurt that young man last night. He hurt him not once but twice, but a few times. And at the end of the day. Didn't overextend himself, didn't go crazy, but, you know, uh, people still want to see him in a super fight. But he's still young. He's only 20 years old. Ryan Garcia is still young. Speaking of Ryan Garcia, he was talking a whole lot of crap about uh, Mr. Devin Haney. Let's see what Ryan Garcia had to say post-fight last week. I knew he was going to come out like Marvin Hagler. He came at me right from the jump and rushed, you know. I was trying to box. Like, my coach was like, all right, let's take our time this fight. But no, I had to keep my distance, so I kept putting my hand out there, but he kept rushing me. I'm like, all right, I'm going to start throwing my punches. Like, I just, boom. And then I felt like every time I hit him, his skin started ripping. So I was like, oh, he's done. Like, I can't take my punch. Like, my punches keep, like, having an effect on him. So I hit him with one right hand. I see him buckle a little bit. Then he turns his head over, and I'm like, oh, God. Boom. And I, it was over. You told me at the meeting group you were going to do it in one round. Yeah. You meant it. You did it. Uh, what do you tell the people that were pressuring that this was going to be the start of your career? Where do you go from here? And obviously they're going to keep throwing obstacles your way just like they do with Canelo. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be telling me to fight all the all the big names right now. And, you know, I'm just going to stick to my path. I'm, I'm doing good. Like, I feel good. Like, everything's going great. I'm going to just listen to my team. And we can just keep improving and just keep getting better. And then when those fights happen, they're going to happen. I talked to Devin Haney. He said that um, we actually motivate him to outwork you. Um, he wants to outdo you November 9th. Um, and then he said he wants you. Uh, 2020, he said to quote him, he's going to fine, I'm going to f*** you up. That's what yeah, he said. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to f*** you up. Uh, that's how I am. You know, you talk I talk back. But uh, that's my guy. Like, at the end of the day, like, I have respect for him. You know, we knew each other since we were eight years old. So I can never hate on him. And I know for a fact he can't hate on me because, you know, we went through the same type of journey. Uh, when that fight happens, though, it's going to be a, a one for the books for sure. Right, I told you you could get to 4 million followers after yeah. that knockout. I bet by tomorrow you're 4 million. How yeah, does that feel? I already went up 100,000 at 3.8. In what, one hour? Yeah, about an hour. That's crazy. So- Instagram, that's what he's talking about. Instagram popularity went up like 100,000 an hour right after that fight. More power to him. He's pretty. 
He can fight a little bit. He's punchy. He can talk. Um, he's punchy. What do you mean he can punch? Um, not punchy. He can punch. Um, and, of course, eventually he and Mr. Haney are going to hook up. They have the ultimate of respect for one another. More props to him. Of course, they were amateurs together in California. Uh, Garcia's from Victorville, California, which is about... 70 or 80 miles south of Santa Cruz, California, and it's got a great barbecue there in town. Although it only pork anymore, it's got a great barbecue there in town, right in the middle of town. You can't miss it because it's only a one-block town. Bottom line is Victorville, California brings us Ryan Garcia, and, of course, San Francisco, California brings us Devin Haney. Those guys are going to clash in the future, hopefully for the sake of boxing. Wow, number one heavyweight, I'm talking about Kubred Pulov, of course, a winner last night, a 10-round decision winner over a guy by the name of Booker. Uh, Mr. Booker, Rydell Booker, where did you train? The buffet? Where did you train? Burger King? Where did you train? KFC? Come on, man. McDonald's? Were you eating, like, the Happy Meals or something like that, man? Because I looked at that waist on yours and said to myself, this guy should be arrested for impersonating a professional fighter. you got to be kidding me. He's got no definition. He looks like... He looks like the Pillsbury Doughboy. That's the best way I could put it. The Pillsbury Doughboy. That's what this guy looked like. Anyway, Pulev, now 38 years old, only a once-beaten fighter, uh, won by scores of 99-91, 98-92, 98-92. That means eight rounds of two and nine rounds of one were the scorecards there. Bottom line is he's 28-114 kills. Booker drops to 26-3, 13-kills. I got to know. I got to know who those 26 guys were that Booker beat because if Booker beat anybody— they had to be sloppier and fatter and less motivated than he. And I find that hard to believe. Believe me, this was in Fresno, California last night. At the end of the day, Mr. Booker should be arrested for impersonating a professional fighter. He went 10 rounds, big deal. But he went 10 rounds against a guy that had been off eight months, and the guy didn't look like, uh, Pulev didn't look like he was going to close the show. Pulev, Pulev looked like he was make, uh, going to make some time and get some rounds in. Now, real quick, the weekend, of course, Nonito Nero, loser to Mr. Inouye. Of course, that was in Tokyo, Japan for the WBC Bantamweight champ. I take that back. For the IBA and WBA Bantamweight titles and the World Boxing Super Series finale. Of course, they rocked and rolled and went 12 rounds. Got to give Donaire credit. He hurt Mr. Inouye, broke some bones in his face, but wasn't able to uh, secure the victory. And Mr. Inouye, Inouye won with a lopsided score. No doubt about that. The USC, rocking and rolling. We'll talk about that in hour number two. Of course, the USC, eh, they were in Russia last night. Not a big card, not too many names. But then again, there aren't many names on the WBC roster anymore. I've talked about that time and time again. $4.2 billion bucks, but what did they buy? I mean, what, I mean, come on, what did they buy? Brock Lesnar's gone. Oh, big deal, man, man, big deal, Pedro. Brock Lesnar's a professional. Now, Brock Lesnar was a king when it came to pay-per-view. When it came to pay-per-view in the UFC, Brock Lesnar's numbers were far and above the rest of the guys. Now, Cain Velasquez, a former UFC heavyweight champion. Of course, now he's wrestling as a Lucha Libre star. I don't know if he's still wearing the mask, but he's, he was looking pretty damn good. As far as a Lucha Libre guy and doing the, the uh, flips and all that kind of good stuff, here's a guy that had back surgery a couple years ago. Man, you got to give it to Cain Velasquez. Cain looked like he had come into his own. Because, you know, I'm not, in for guy, I'm not into guys taking beatings like he took, even though it was... <clears throat> abbreviated, the beating you took against Francis Ngannou was like, yikes, man, yikes. You know, when I say yikes, I mean the guy's taking, like, yikes. It's not, not the type of beating you want to see. Like, you know, the beating that Brian Ortega took against Max Holloway last December. Of course, Brian, Brian Ortega, the kid from California, coming back. It looks like December the 19th, of course, against the Korean Zombie. I'm against that. Why, why, why? Because I think you got to give Brian a confidence fight. 
You give them a fight to build his confidence. They're not giving confidence building fights here. In other words, if you lose against a guy and you almost get killed and you lose your your eyes hanging out of your head, almost sticking into the side. I mean, come on, man. Brian Ortega looked bad. Brian Ortega looked like he had been into an auto wreck, but but the auto was racing to the hospital after he already got mugged. In other words, that, that's how bad it looked. A mugging and an auto wreck. That's I mean, he was... It, and I keep saying this, but I don't want to be redundant. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to hippie to things that, you know, this combat sports. This idea of hitting guys in the head with with knees and 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 and, and legs and, and forearms and elbows and that kind of good stuff. You know, that's not that's not conducive to uh, to a healthy to to being healthy. I'm just it's not, especially if you allow guys to take too much. And I think the the UFC is all about letting guys take too much because it's the man. It's like you're almost dying in the pit, like in the Ro- in, in the Roman Empire, you know, dying in the pit against the lions. You don't have to die to lose a fight. You don't have to die to lose a fight. You can lose a fight without dying. <laughs> UFC doesn't think so. They want you to take horrific beatings in and out. I don't think you have to. Guess what? You lost a couple rounds. The fight doesn't look like it's going your way. You're taking a horrific beating. Guess what? Let's throw in the towel. At least I had sense enough to throw in the towel when I had my kids fighting. Why? Because I knew letting them take any unnecessary punishment was not part of the game. Now, it is the game in the UFC. You're tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003, 800-485-6003, call right now, that number is 800-485-6003. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables 
tools, not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800 847 1183. 800 847 1183. 800 847 1183. That's 800 847 That's 800-584-2519. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. So if they're going to air condition the desert and put a chubby Mexican dude out there defending the World Heavyweight Championship... Bad dude, though. Say what you want. He don't look like the heavyweight champion of the world. He looks like a heavyweight. But guess what? He licked He looked, He looked. licked Anthony Joshua like a stamp. I'm talking about Andy Ruiz. Of course, the Superman. Call him what you want, man, but he was Superman that night. Do I think he can duplicate that effort on December the 7th when they fight outdoors in Saudi Arabia? I think it's highly likely. Why do I say that? Because I think the heart. Once you take a guy's heart, I know you can take a guy's heart in the gym. You can take a guy's heart sparring. You can see it. You can see it. You can see it in a guy's eyes. In other words, you look over at him, and you can see it in his eyes, and you can just feel it in, in his presence in the ring. You know when a guy is in awe or a guy's scared or a guy's like, second-guessing himself. And guess what? Anthony Joshua will second-guess himself for the remainder of his life. And why do I say that? Because he wasn't born a boxer. He was one of these guys who was an athlete. He was a basketball player. He was a football player. He was this. He was he was running track. No, no. They converted him into a boxer. They made him into a boxer. He wasn't born a boxer. And boxers really, when I say they're not born, what I mean by that is, you know, you're sort of taught from an early age. Not so you pick things up at 17 or 18. Straight up, Joshua going to get KO'd when he takes on the Frito Bandito. I love him. The Frito Bandito, Andy Ruiz. Andy Ruiz, a once-beaten fighter, man. Think about that. Once-beaten. He didn't get there fighting nobodies. He lost that one fight to Joseph Parker, and that was a bit of a rip-off. So what am I trying to tell you? Essentially, Andy Ruiz might be undefeated right now had he not par- fought Parker over there in New, Ze- in New Zealand. What am I saying? Andy Park, Andy Ruiz undefeated. Anthony Joshua is not. Straight up, they hook it up December the 7th. Now, next up on the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Ring Talk Live Worldwide takes place in hour number two. We'll talk some Ali, some more, some UFC, and, of course, professional boxing right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, and Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Stay tuned for hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide.
Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hey, yo. For over 30 years and still, and still, your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. You know what? As long as she fights me 135 pounds, I don't care if she's injecting a horse demon into her eyeballs. Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. And now, and now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco. Here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you live from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in the city by the bay, the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California. Check it, sports fans. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Yes, the man was correct in that lofty introduction, as my name is Pedro. And, of course, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 35, make that 36-plus years now of being often imitated but never duplicated. We are the longest-running fight show in Internet and radio history. 35, make that 36-plus years now. You can join us on the toll-free if you like in this hour. The toll-free phone line, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or the more preferable... The guilt-free, no-commitment text line. You can text us here in the studio. The text number, 1-415-275-1613. Once again, 415-275-1613. Well, of course, a host of boxing taking place last night. ESPN Plus had boxing going. The app, of course, the zone had boxing rocking and rolling. Of course, on top, Devin Haney successfully defended the WBC lightweight championship. Still undefeated, 24-0, 20 waxed, only 20 years old. The kid's only 20 years old. The youngest world champion coming to us from where else? The world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California. So straight up, lots of boxing to talk about in this hour as well as the UFC. And, of course, we'll delve into the world of my favorite boxer, my favorite person, the greatest. I'm talking about Muhammad Ali in depth in this hour of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We're coming to you live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, and Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211. Straight up, you're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, baby, and you know it. Decision now. Let's listen. 
clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Men, if you want to pee easier, listen to this. A new Nobel Prize discovery was just proven in a clinical trial to help men pee 241% more, ending multiple trips to the bathroom and the constant urge to go. This breakthrough is finally available in a pill called Prostavive LS, developed by famed men's health expert Dr. Al Sears. And for a limited time, you can get a free bottle. Call 800-769-8155. Patients who've taken Prostavive LS are singing its praises. Hi, my name is Paul, and I'm 73 years old. I used to get up multiple times a night to go to the bathroom, but after taking Prostavive LS, I now sleep through the night. Prostavive LS does not require a prescription, and there are no side effects. But this free bottle is not available in stores. Call 800-769-8155 to get your free bottle of this Nobel Prize-winning discovery proven in clinical trials to help men pee 241% more. That's 800-769-8155. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. And now for an important announcement. Do you, or does someone you know, sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but a common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. Fortunately, there is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And for a limited time, pick a free Purple product with your mattress purchase by texting SMART to 84888. The coolest sleep of your life and a free Purple product by texting SMART to 84888. That's S-M-A-R-T to 84888. I love iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Love it. Everywhere, man. Seriously. Everywhere, man. 20 million songs from 450,000 artists. iHeartRadio. Reno, Chicago, Fargo, Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota. I create my own radio stations. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Now, back to Pedro Fernandez with the MMA Hour. Check it. You are tuned in the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. My name is Pedro Fernandez. We are looking, of course, at the professional career of Muhammad Ali, as we do every couple of weeks. But, you know, what he had left us in boxing was one thing. When he left us, of course, you heard that speech in the first hour when he's talking about life and how you spend a lot of your life sleeping or, or traveling this net so you really don't spend too many of your uh, your, your awake hours in prime time. Anyway, that's Ali's perspective on things. But back in 1965, 1966, 1965, he was supposed to fight Wilt Chamberlain. And who was Wilt Chamberlain? Wilt Chamberlain was a seven-foot-tall basketball player, originally with the Philadelphia Warriors. Then he went to the L.A. Lakers, okay? He was a star with the Los Angeles Lakers. He was seven foot, seven foot, seven foot, one inches tall, 
close to 300 pounds. He was an amazing athlete. He had long, long arms. I mean, when these two guys stood next to each other, it looked like it would be a mismatch. But this was going to be like the biggest fight of all time. You know, this thing with Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather a couple of years ago, where it generated like a couple hundred million bucks. Well, this was considered a bigger event than that. So I take you back to the press conference, Ali and Wilt Chamberlain. Six, three and a half, Muhammad Ali, the heavyweight champion of the world at seven feet, one inch, Wilt the still Chamberlain. And what you have just seen was the decisive edge and reach that Wilt would have if these two men do in reality fight. Gentlemen, may I join you for just a minute? I'd like to bring your trainer, Angelo Dundee, in here with your handler, Drew Bodini. Fellas, would you come on in? I'd like you... The reach don't mean nothing if you can't find nothing I should like Angie to measure it, Muhammad. But let the viewers see for themselves what the reach would be. Back to back, gentlemen. Just get the pin. Oh, you want to measure Wilt first? All right. Go sign the contract. Just get the contract. He got the pen out. Basketball players. Got the pen. Football players and co Right, right, right. What is the reach, Angie? He's the agitator. If he wants to agitate you into a fight, I'll get you. Seven feet. That's right. 91, 92 inches. All right, now measure the champ, will you? Then measure you. Would you, you just back you off and let them in come trouble. into camera? You're the one getting this man in trouble. May we have your reach, please, Jim? Reach don't mean nothing. Terrell had a reach, too. Terrell had a bad jab when the fight started. You couldn't find it. Hurry, Wait a minute, Andrew. This has been okay. listening to me, a world champion foot. and a basketball player. He's 78 inches. And so the edge nothing. is about a foot. Reach don't about mean a foot. foot. Gentlemen, thank you very much. Gentlemen, would you join me here? Right in <clears throat> mid-camera position, if you will. Well, let me have your right hand. Your right hand. Your right hand. Let's right. hold it up to this camera. Now, your right hand. Man, this don't mean nothing. David Sluke allowed. Well, why'd you throw your slingshot away? slingshot. Yeah, slingshot. I can't take that ring with you, for sure. I have something unseen power that will you. You will admit that his hands are bigger even than Sonny Liston's was. That don't mean nothing. This man don't have a chance against me. Go ahead. Say it again. Say it Man, again. you know it better not do. One more time. Man. Well, I tell you what. People are writing me mail from all over the country and the world. They believe you can But I want it. you to do some writing. And Bill Russell promises. Bill Russell and a few more players are going to be my spawn partners to get ready for you. And, 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 and they I'll are... give, you a, give you a couple of my own. I got a few of my own I'll give you. Let's well, read we, 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 huh? we, 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 huh? we, we, Put your reach out. I, 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 what you got in I got to see what you got. It's right there. It doesn't mean nothing. Very easy. Until you get that pen, though. Seriously. Well, this match may very well come to pass. This is not real. In the last analysis. Analysis, it's nice to kid about it, but it's no laughing matter. Now, how could you match his foot speed? His foot speed? Well, that's easy. Well, I don't know. Uh, two steps and he'll be did across he ever the knock ring. Him out <laughs> two steps and he'll be across huh? the ring. Did he ever knock anyone out with his feet? No. Did you see him knock one out with his feet? No. Kang- kangaroos use it. No, I said right, Ali yeah. Shuffle. Huh? That Ali Shuffle will make you Show me Ali good. Shuffle right now. That's good for a shoe shine. That's good for a shoe shine. That's nice if that's what you're watching. That's nice if that's what you're watching. It's nice. That Why should I want to watch it? I used to sound shoes myself. I tell you what, let's <laughs> put all the talking. I have a place. I have somewhere to go, Howard. And let's get the contract signed. As soon as I take care of You hear him now. He said get the contract signed. We'll get the contract signed. Now he's talking. Right. Right. My manager, Herbert Muhammad, has, I think, he will okay this fight. Please talk to him. Please talk to him. I want you to talk to him. And after you, I want all the basketball players out there, football players, they want me to beat so bad, they want to get everybody. I'll go to Mars. I don't care. 
I don't care if it was you 10 feet tall, I whipped You're you. You're right. I think Hoover said before then, Tom Hoover said you might be going tomorrow sooner than you think. You, Tom Hoover, all of you. Me and Bill Russell getting ready for you. Gentlemen, I must And cut that beard off because I'm not fighting Billy Goat. I want to give you a target. I want to give you a target. I want to definitely give you a target. I don't want no cushioning. I don't want you to miss. I don't want you to miss. thank you for coming, boss. If you do fight him... I have good one luck. thing to say. In the meantime, good luck for the I title. I have one thing to say here on TV. I want the doctors to check you. I don't want your age check. I want your stomach check. I want your arm check. I don't want no back trouble or no eye trouble. <laughs> Who's going to check you, though? I want to know. I don't need checking. You don't need checking. You just be ready. All you need is a well, check, right? Thank see. you for it. Let me go. You just get ready. <laughs> <laughs> and so the scene is the heavyweight champion of the world leaves the stage. It's get him set. Get him ready, he says. Just get him ready! And the fight may come to pass. If so, it will be an extraordinary ah! event, I'm sure. Will wouldn't sign the contract. Will talked about signing the contract there. They were both talking about the pen this now, but Will Chamberlain would not sign the contract. He had agreed to the bout. He had agreed to the bout. That was sort of like the press conference kicking things off, but he would not sign the actual bout agreement. So straight up. Will Chamberlain and Muhammad Ali did never fight, but seven foot one against six foot three, you heard Ali and him back and forth. That would have been a mega fight on the that era's pay per view. I'm talking about closed circuit television. You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline broadcast. Of course, last night at the Staples Center, underneath Devin Haney and Mr. Santiago. <clears throat> of course, he shut out of Mr. Santiago by Devin Haney. Of course, Devin Haney from the world's most beautiful city. Did I say that already? Okay, I'll repeat myself. San Francisco, California, now twenty four and zero. 20 stops. Anyway, on the uh, on that card, somehow it was like the main event. The Zone put this on main event. I don't know what's going on here. I'm not a YouTube star. I don't know what YouTube got. Anyway, bottom line is I look at YouTube once in a while like for the for old fights and the Rockford Files, that kind of stuff. Hey, cartoons. But anyway, Utah fight. Last time they had a couple cruiserweights going at it. That's 200 pounds. Some guy named KS1 or KSI. I guess KSI some some type of YouTube guy. Anyway, him and Logan Paul hooked it up, and there was a little bit of controversy. Anyway, there was a split decision. Anyway, at the end of the night, who cares who won? It was just a couple of Celebrities, you know, they had engaged once before, or semi-celebrities, they had engaged once before in an amateur fight which came into a draw. So I didn't know that amateur fights could even become draws because I used to beat up so many guys and they would call it a 3-2 split. They would call them even fights after three rounds and they have to give it to somebody and they find an excuse to give it to the other guy. That's just the way it is. So I didn't like going to the scorecards. That's why if you can not go to the scorecards, if you don't have to go to the scorecards, you can find a way to make this end short. End it short, because the bottom line is you never know what these three or five fools sitting ringside are thinking, because sometimes it's five judges, other times it's three judges. Anyway, KS1 uh, is now 1-0 with a six-round split decision over Logan Paul. Am I interested? No, but you people said I had to put this out there because somebody sent me a text. Did you cover the celebrity fight? I covered the celebrity fight. No more celebrity fights. As far as celebrities are concerned, you know, they should be fighting each other. I think that's pretty cool. But as far as the main event and 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 and, and, and being you know a better than put in a position of main event with Devin Haney on a car, I don't know. I don't think that's cool. Anyway, Jake Paul, who's the brother of Logan Paul, lashed out in the aftermath of his brother's decision lost to YouTube rival KSL. Anyway, the bottom line is. Who cares? But in the battle of social media stars, uh, this guy won a six-round split decision over Logan Paul on Saturday night. Of course, the fight was showcased uh, underneath Billy Joe Sanders and Devin Haney. Of course, those a WBO champion and a WBC champion. But I got to stream live on the zone, and there was controversy when referee Jack Reese took away two points from Paul. But the bottom line is, you know, I don't care. 
I don't care. These guys can fight a hundred times. If you guys get off on it, more power to you. Listen, I don't need to see inferior boxing. I can see that. There's plenty of inferior boxers out there. There's a slew of them. They're all over the place. Turn on the TV set. You can see them. We don't need to put them in the main event status. Okay? You just don't have to. You don't have to put bums in the main event status, especially when you got world-class guys on the card. I tell you what, if those two clowns were put in the main event and I was fighting on the card, I'd be pissed. I don't give a, you know what I mean. I don't give a you-know-what if they're YouTube stars or whatever, man. I'm a real fighter. These guys are clowns. Should be arrested for impersonating fighters. Straight up, you're tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. You're listening to the MMA Hour. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517-800-932-5517-800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. 
Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Check it, sports fans. You're listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, an exclusive Sports Byline production. Back in 1965, Muhammad Ali was untouchable. I mean, he's talking about fighting guys like Will Chamberlain. There was nobody out there for him to fight. I mean, nobody out there for him to fight. But there was this guy that won the 1964 Olympic gold medal. Uh, I'm talking about in the heavyweight division, Joe Frazier from Philadelphia. We'll get to that in a little bit. But what I'm trying to tell you is Ali was almost out of opponents, okay? And then, of course, the draft suspension came in place when he was exiled from boxing for three, three and a half years because he wouldn't step forward and into, and into uh, military service for the United States. I remember he said he didn't want them using his name to lead other young men to slaughter because they weren't going to put him in a, a, a violent confrontation. They weren't going to put him on the front line. They were going to use him for publicity. We said, you're not going to use my name to lead other young men to slaughter. So I can deal with that. I can understand that. I mean, can't you? I mean, the Vietnam War was a was a bit of a fraud. If you don't think about history, you look back at the Gulf of Tonkin incident, which allegedly started that war. It didn't start. Sort of like the fake weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. Anyway, Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier, the reason why they got together, the reason why it was so super in 1971, was that they were both heavyweight champions, and they were both undefeated. I mean, Ali was undefeated. He was still recognized as the uh, as the Ring Magazine World Heavyweight Champion. He had been off three and a half years. Of course, that's a long time to lay off. The greatest athlete of all time, maybe the greatest fighter of all time, but three and a half years is like 20 years in boxing. It really is. That's a long, long time. And Joe Frazier, getting strong, coming up, getting, you know, beating guys like Jerry Corey, getting sharp. I mean, getting this, getting this, getting this confidence behind him. So here's Joe Frazier and Muhammad Ali hooking up in one of the greatest fights of all time. And guess what? Joe pulls off the win after 15 rounds. A lot of people thought that Ali had won that fight. Larry Merchant and myself were two people. But some people thought that Ali won the fight. But after 15 rounds, we didn't have a problem seeing, uh, seeing Ali got really hurt in the 11th round. I mean, he was hurt so bad. I never saw him hurt that bad in his entire career. And then he got ro- rolled again, got knocked down in the 15th round. So have those two things put it together, and Joe was the aggressor most of the fight. So you can say, although Ali landed him two and a half, three to one, Joe had some moments in that fight, no doubt about it. That being said, Joe Frazier won the first fight, and now we're in England in the UK, and Muhammad Ali sitting in his studio. They haven't fought the second time yet, but guess who shows up? Many people have gone the full 15 rounds with you, but before we close, I'd like to remind you of someone who has. Just as he promised he would one August day in 1970, during your exile from the ring, when he gave you a lift in a car from Philadelphia to New York, and when he pulls up on 42nd Street, a crowd starts to gather. And I said, hey, man, you better get out of my no. car. Because not Joe people Frazier. might think you and I are good pals. Not You've described Frazier. him as the fighter you most admire, your old adversary. We've flown him from no, Philadelphia. Joe Smoking Joey. Joe, Joe did you come to be giving Muhammad Ali a lift in your car? Well, number one, I had a chance to move around in Philadelphia, and I went to sure. one of the hotels, and uh, I promised to give him a ride to uh, New York City that day. Uh. 
I, I got on the car. Somebody says, hey, go smoking Joe Fraser. <laughs> oh, man, and he went off. Smoking Joe Fraser? What is it? I want smoking Joe Fraser. He got my title. So I went over and I shook Joe his hand. Fraser. He told me, he says, uh, no. listen, sir, I have a man who's doing a book on me. Dreaming, Would you interview dreaming. him into New York City? We rode into New York City. <laughs> this guy would not let me get one word in. All through the whole ride, he started talking about smoking Joe Frazier. And you whip me. He you whip me. So Joe, smoking Joe Frazier. See, I wrote a poem. He said, Joe, come out smoking. I'll be poking. Pouring water on that smoking. <laughs> he said, I might amaze you. I will be tired smoking Joe Frazier. <laughs> All through the whole time in New York, oh, from Philadelphia to New York City, I had to go through that noise all the way. What did you do? So I had a chance. To, you got into New York City, 42nd and... He slapped me. 42nd and Broadway, and somebody messed around and saw him and myself, and he went off again. Smoking Joe Fraser, ladies and gentlemen, smoking Joe Fraser, the man who got my title, I won my title. <laughs> I was in the car. Oh, I said, look, oh. I don't want this sucker right now. Oh. <laughs> so after, oh. after a while, he got back in the car and kind of cooled down oh. some. I said, hey, man, cool it off. You know what I mean? Cool. So I said, I saw him. Start singing. <laughs> it's not singing. <laughs> Great guy. Him. I would say we love him. He's a fine champion. Oh, Lord. Congratulations. <laughs> I'll say one thing. I might see how you got the other people. How did you get Joe Frazier here? <laughs> My man, Joe Frazier. Good old Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier. I mean, the, the war between those two guys when they weren't fighting, it was incredible. Of course, Joe retiring at 32-4, and four, only lost four fights, and two or two Ali, 32-4 and one, 27 KOs. Of course, Muhammad Ali, as I said earlier, 56-5, and five, 37 KOs. The upcoming boxing schedule, November the 13th, 2019, Facebook watch stream. That's what they're calling this from the Belasco Theater in downtown Los Angeles, California. Carlos Morales and Marcito Gesta. Of course, those guys are hooking it up at 10 p.m. in the east, 7 o'clock in the west. The 15th of November, Eric Vega Ortiz versus Alberto Palmetta, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 10.30 p.m. Pacific Time, November 15th on Showtime from uh, Sloan, take the back, Sloan, Iowa, and the Winter Vegas Casino in Sloan, Iowa. That's a new one on me. Junior Fa hooking it up November the 15th versus Devin Vargas. Of course, USC Fight Pass is showing some boxing here. Check it out. Fight will be the department, but the bottom line is going down November the 15th, USC Fight Pass. All these are different apps that you need. November the 15th as well, 3 a.m. in the east, 12 o'clock, Pacific time, Andrew Maloney and Elton Derry coming to us from Australia. I guess they're going to hook it up. Wow, in an off-the-wall hour. That's ESPN and ESPN+. Plus. So you got to have the apps. The apps are happening. November the 16th, Leo McGregor and Cash Farouk. Those guys are hooking it up as well. That's coming to us from Glasgow, Scotland. Of course, I want to say hello to the folks over there in Glasgow. Of course, I got the opportunity, the honor for writing for the Glasgow Sunday Post for better than two years. I was their Sunday boxing correspondent, and I miss the fact that newspaper 
newspapers don't kick ass anymore because the Internet <coughs> prevailed. And what can I say? There's only a few newspapers. And like Larry Merchant said, there's only a few newspapers that will survive the Internet. Uh, we'll see who they are. New York Times, Washington Post, maybe L.A. Times, something like that. November 16th. Veteran Pablo Cesar Cano taking on Roberto Ortiz. That's come to us from Mexico, Guadalajara. I'm not going to go into that city. Anyway, Plaza de Toro is obviously a bullring down there in Mexico. That's going to be on Facebook watch stream as well. So you, you got Facebook, you can watch fights. Speaking of Facebook, speaking of fights, speaking of the zone, to be determined, that's going to be the time. But November the 23rd, of course, that's the same day that Luis Ortiz and Deontay Wilder are going to do their rematch for the World Heavyweight Championship. I believe it's on pay-per-view or the WBC version anyway. Anyway, bottom line is Andrew Castillo versus Rene Alvarado come to us from Fantasy Springs Resort in Indio, California. We did a fight there one time, and it was 110 degrees outside. I kid you not, my, my equipment was melting. It was melting. I, I, I mean it. Shane Mosley was there. Shane was It was a trip. Who was the guy that was fighting that night? Henry Akawandi and somebody else. I can't forget who the other guy was. That was the main event. But it was 110 bucks, 110 degrees, ringside, and that was without the ring lights. November the 23rd, Callum Smith, of course, good fighter, no doubt about that, 168 pounds, taking on John Ryder. And the 23rd, Deontay Wilder, 9 p.m. in the East, 6 o'clock in the West, of course. That's going to be Fox Sports pay-per-view. Deontay Wilder, Luis Ortiz from the MGM Grand in Las Vegas, Nevada. Ortiz. Very good fighter, but very old. When I say old, I mean elderly. I mean, like, he's, he has a wheelchair. I, he, yeah, he has a wheelchair. Can, that's how he gets around the house, in a wheelchair. When you see him standing up, it's only because they got, a, they got him propped up there. They got to prop him up just to stand him up. The guy's older than dirt. He was at the first supper of boxing. I kid you not. Okay, he's a Cuban guy. Always got to be suspicious of Cuban guys and their age. Why do I just say that? Because I work with some Cuban guys in Florida, and there was multiple ages. One guy had three different ages. His mother told me one. He told me another. The trainer told me another. Three different ages. What am I supposed to think? Am I supposed to, like, go in between the middle or something like that? Anyway, I knew, I knew what I was thinking, that nobody's telling the truth as far as ages are concerned and coming from Cuba. In other words, if being young's beneficial, <clears throat> they go with the being young. They go if getting old, if being older is beneficial, the goal of being old. Anyway, Deontay Wilder, Luis Ortiz in a rematch. Larry Merchant talked about this in hour number one. You know, Ortiz may have challenged Deontay Wilder in that fight. Of course, that was about two years ago. But it's not a fight I want to see again. I'm not into eating sandwiches a second time. I mean, if it had been Hagler Hearns or you know something incredible, uh, I, I'd be into it. But I'm not into half. I'm not into this. I'm not Luis Ortiz. Tell you what, you want to do me Rageous Prescott and Josh. Taylor again, I'll see that rematch again. But Deontay Wilder and Luis Ortiz, I don't think so. Anyway, Ortiz, older than dirt, he should fall inside the distance. Wilder should look here, good here with that big long right hand because Ortiz will not be able to he's slower. He can't move he can't move out the way of that right hand anymore. He won't be able to able to move out the way of that right hand. He's gonna succumb early. I think he falls within six rounds. Deontay Wilder still the WBC champion, hoping for a match, of course, with the linear champion, Tyson Fury who's doing this thing in a WWE ring as I speak. I kid you not. He's doing good numbers, and, you know, people, people, people are into that. As long as he doesn't get hit, on that, get hit on that one side of the face where he had the cuts, it's all cool. So it's cool. He's acting, having a good time, staying in good shape, being active, physically active, but don't worry about him getting hurt. Tyson Fury is not going to get hurt. Too much money on the line. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Text me in the studio. I'm going to go to some studio text line. Uh, I've got a whole bunch of texts, like five or six we'll get to after the break. But you can add your text in here. Still time. The text number, 
415-275-1613. And Matt says I sound younger than ever. Matt, I'm only 39. You're tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 35, make that 36 years of radio presence. Check it out. Ring Talk returns right after the break. I don't know, man, I guess. I, I don't know. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. The chilly weather is here, and the holidays are just around the corner. And as the days get shorter, it may feel like you have no time to finish those lingering home projects on your to-do list. Luckily, Home Advisor can give you a hand so you can sit back and enjoy the holiday cheer. From minor repairs to major remodels, Home Advisor will connect you with top-rated pros in your area who can help with any home project, from painting and plumbing to furnace repair and even hanging up those holiday lights. The pros have been reviewed by your neighbors so you can see what others thought of their work. And if you're not sure how much your project should cost, get multiple quotes from pros and use HomeAdvisor's Project Cost Guide to see what others paid for similar projects. And to top it all off, you can book appointments online. No more phone tag. HomeAdvisor makes it beyond easy. So get your projects done now before the holiday rush and to find the right pro at a fair price, just ask HomeAdvisor. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free award-winning Do you HomeAdvisor owe $10, app today. or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Started it off right there, rocked him. Sent to go. Fight! Domi and Guido. Oh, head kick. Guido's pace is relentless. 45. Get the head kick and the takedown. Maynard and Edgar putting on a show. Outstanding. Wow. 
Amazing that Frankie Edgar was able to recover from that at all. And he's got Mavis. Although my mother told me it's never bragging when you're telling the truth, that's not where I'm leading here. The reason why I went with that 70s thing is that, you know, Superfly was a drug dealer, okay? He wasn't a pimp, but there was a couple of pimps in his movie. In that movie, though, I didn't think his pimps were paying the women like 10 bucks on the 100. It just wasn't happening. Or maybe 8 bucks on the 100. What am I trying to tell you? The UFC pays their athletes on the average, I'm told, according to lawsuit and uh, Papers fired in federal court in Las Vegas. They pay the athletes between 8 and 12% of the total revenues. In other words, you're bringing $100 and you're only paying the help 8 bucks. That means you're making 92 bucks outside of paying for the help. That's pretty damn good. Last week, Jorge Masvidal ventured, of course, uh, from Florida in his training camp to New York City to the Garden, Madison Square Garden, the mecca of boxing, of course, the arena of arenas, and he sold the joint out. He and Nate Diaz, like it was a sellout, it was sold out real quick within, within hours, and of course, this was a $6.5 million gate. Like, you know, what more can you say? $6.5 bucks. this is off the live gate. So how much do you think Masvidal got? A half a million bucks. I, I, I'll say it again. We be pimping? We be pimping? Oh, come on, man. I'm telling you, I can't imagine no street hooker. I was a San Francisco policeman. I can't imagine no street hooker in my memory working for eight bucks out of a hundred. In other words, baby, I'm gonna do this do this sexual deed for a hundred dollars, and I'm only gonna get eight bucks. Are you out of your mind? The girls will walk off. They'd run away. It wouldn't be no more business. The sex trade will be done. Okay, but in the world of mixed martial arts and the UFC, it's kosher. It's okay. And not only do they have those that type of payback pay standards, okay, they mandate who you're going to fight. In other words, if I tell Scott Cuddy he's got to fight Darren Peck, he's fighting Darren Peck. Ain't no doubt about it. These guys are going at it. Okay, they don't have well. No, no, no. There ain't none of that. It's going to happen. Okay, because Dana said it's going to happen, and I don't believe in that. I don't believe in one person having total control. I mean, what's to say absolute power control corrupts? And, and anyway, you get what I'm trying to say. When you're all alone and you're calling the shots all by yourself, you're able to make rules up as you go. Of course, Dana White, the guy that had a flip phone for a while, remember that? That's part of that lawsuit as well. He didn't have a telephone, so so he was answering on this flip phone that had no no records. It was like 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 it was like he had a drop phone. That's what he had a drop phone for a long time until that lawsuit, of course. Pushing him into having a cell phone. Bottom line is, I want to see how that lawsuit's going to go. But Masvidal only getting that. He he beats up Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz is one of the biggest stars in the UFC. So he beats Nate Diaz to a virtual pulp. And guess what? He gets a half a million dollars. We be pimping. Ladies and gentlemen, at the end of round number three, due to a doctor stoppage, due to the laceration of Nate Diaz's eye, Referee Dan Mergliata has declared the winner by TKO. And now, the winner of the BMF belt, Jorge Gabriel Masvidal. I'm here with the winner, Jorge Masvidal. Jorge, it was an amazing fight for as long as it lasted. You had some pretty spectacular moments. Are, are you disappointed with the way they stopped it? For a fact, um, I told Nate right now, 
I swear on it, we're running it back, man. You gave me the love, I'm gonna give it right back. UFC lets it happen, just run it back. I, I don't like to leave the ring like this with my opponent conscious. There's only one way to do it, and that's to, to baptize him. I didn't get to baptize Nate, you know, so we're gonna run it back. On a personal though, I wanna thank American Top Team, Dan Lambert, Richie Puma, everybody out there except some fake fools out there running their mouth. And you gotta give him some props. <laughs> what do you say there? He didn't like his opponent leaving the ring, con- leaving the leaving the octagon conscious, and he didn't get a chance to baptize Nate. I mean, this is a guy that started off in the backyards of Florida fighting on YouTube with Kimbo Slice, the late Kimbo Slice. I kid you not. What's his name? Kevin Ferguson, something like. That. Anyway, that was his real name, but Kimbo Slice was his 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 YouTube name. But he became a star on YouTube, of course, a professional boxer for a couple of fights, an MMA artist as well, professional wrestling. He never really found his calling before a heart attack took him away. And a heart attack, of course, people thought that he was using anabolic steroids there for a while. Coincidence, maybe. Anyway, the bottom line is he was dead under the age of forty-five. But Nate Diaz, of course, losing this fight. Doctor stopping the fight with half his eye hanging out, uh, half his head hanging out on one side. He's 20 and 12 now as a pro, fighting in mixed martial arts, uh, MMA, of course, in the, inside the cage. Um, Mr. <laughs> We're going to say Mr. Masterdown, now 35 and 13. He's the real deal. He just is. As I said, fighting in the in, in, in YouTube videos with, with uh, Kimbo Slice. I mean, he, he lost some of those fights. And he, you know, he just kept going and going and learning his craft and getting sharper and learning things and picking up different different traits and different studying different styles. But he seems to have got it all down, man. He really does. Of course, that record knockout of Ben Askren. Ben Askren, of course, then went and got stopped by Damian Maya a fortnight ago. Of course, that was across the pond in Singapore. Askren thought he would go back to Asia and everything would be like it was before because he won 10 straight fights in Asia. He never got lost, never lost in the Asian continent. So he goes back there and he's sort of him and Damian Maya back and forth. Maya's 41 years old. He was, Ben Askren was supposed to win that fight. Okay, but he didn't win the fight. Of course, uh, Damian Maya went, I think, with a rear naked choke, something like that. But the bottom line is, <laughs> Ben Askren had to tap. That's the way it goes. But in Ben Askren losing both those fights, the first fight, the record knockout to Masvidal, that sort of like put Masvidal in, uh, in, the, uh, in the minds of, of the masses as far as the UFC is concerned. But he should have been there. I mean, he, this is a guy that's just, just got it all going on. I mean, he beat Ben Askren before that. He beat Darren Till. But he lost a couple of fights. He lost the unanimous nod to Stephen Thompson, and then he lost to Damian Maya. What can I say? He lost to a split decision to Maya. But that was UFC 211 and UFC 217. Both those were in 2017. Hadn't lost since then. Three fights in a row before that. Was on a three-fight winning streak. Had lost two fights before that to Lorenz Larkin. Who's that? Anyway, a split decision. Another split decision to Benson Henderson, the former USC heavyweight uh, lightweight champion. Of course, that was a guy that at one point in time was sitting across from me in the studio. And I thought, man, this is a guy that's like going to be champion for a long time. But then, you know, in the world of mixed martial arts, we talked about this before. Legacy and longevity is not is not part of the cards. The death matches after death match after death match, and yeah, they are death matches. No, it's not death matches like Ray Stevens, like Ric Flair, and those kind of good sides, and Harley Race, and those people down there, Kerry Von Erichen in Dallas. No, 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 those are death matches where guys can live. Guys, can, you know, guys come to fight another day. But you find these death matches in the UFC, and you take beatings that you never recover from. And there's no reason to take beatings. In other words, once I beat up Matt Burroughs, Matt Burroughs is beat up. No sense for Matt Burroughs to take an ass kicking. There's just no sense for it. I mean, his eyes hanging out. He's all cut up. He can't. But, you know, come on, man. Matt ain't got much of a chance. Matt's got two chances, slim and none, and slim's out of town. So what am I trying to tell you? Why, why, why let Matt take this licking? Why, why let Matt take a whooping? 
Why? I mean, he just doesn't need it, man. And guess what? Once you start hitting on people that are hurt in the world of cage fighting, I mean, they're really hurt. You're hitting on them with four-ounce gloves. And not only the four-ounce gloves, you got the elbows and, and, and the sh- God and the knees and the flying kicks. I mean, I can go on and on. And then there's the submission end of it. So there's all these different ways to lose. There's very few ways to stay unbeaten for a long time in the world of mixed martial arts. Ben Askren did it because he, he did that ugly wrestling, that dirty wrestling, I think he called it, something like that. Anyway, it was ugly. His style was ugly. And every time that he started into a fight, when the fight started, Ben Askren went into a duck mode. He went down low. Well, guess what? <laughs> Mr. Masvidal watched the tapes time and time again. Time and time again, Ben Askren did the same thing. Well, guess what? He did it this time, and, and Masvidal knocked him out in the blink of an eye. Record knockout. Boom. Everybody was shocked. People couldn't believe it. People were blown away by it. Ben Askren considered like, you know, not 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 like a super exciting star, but a guy that was gonna be hard to beat. Well, they're not hard to beat when you hit those guys on the chin like that with a flying knee. Flying knees flying knees prevail, no doubt about that. So the UFC, Nate Diaz and um and Masvidal selling out the garden, six million dollar gate, and Masvidal gets five hundred thousand dollars. Holy, what kind of crap is that? That that think about that. You get five hundred grand and you sell out the joint. You're you're. It, it, it's you know it's beyond insulting. It's just beyond insulting. As I said to you, pimps, pimps and whores, prostitutes, professional prostitutes have better uh, rates than this than this with their pimps. Then they they have to, or they wouldn't be working. I'm just telling you like this. Look, at the end of the day, Dana's gonna Dana ain't gonna go to jail for this, but I think Dana's gonna get. Bit slapped by a judge, and um, and that's, that's the way it's going to go down. This judge or this jury is going to finally say, you know what, man? I can't believe that you pulled off the crap that you pulled off. I mean, you pulled the stuff off for a long, long time and just kept going, just kept going, just kept going, just kept going. And guess what? I sort of got tired of it about two and a half, three years ago when he was sacrificing guys that he didn't like. And then there was guys that he did like and he'd do favors for them, you know. And I understand that, but guess what? It's got to be across the board. It's got to be across the board. And now, of course, Dana, having posed with the president this past week, I thought that was a little bit unusual. When the president went off to the Ultimate Fighting Championship, was booed there. And, of course, he was booed at the World Series. And somebody said he was booed at the Alabama football game on Saturday. Of course, Alabama hadn't lost in four years. Hey, cut, man. Alabama hadn't lost in four years. Trump shows up, and they lose. Coincidence? Perhaps. Straight up, you're tuned to my, <laughs> straight up, you are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. The UFC rocking and rolling, of course, that card last night in Rusha. In Rusha, it was, of course, a decent, decent fight, the featherweight main event. Of course, it went the route. I'm not into fights that go the route, so especially in the world of cage fighting. I want abrupt and decisive endings. Anyway, Zabit beat Calvin Keller, and that was the unanimous side across the board, two rounds to one. The co-feature, Alexander Volkov, was the winner over Greg Hardy. Those guys battle at heavyweight. Outside of that, no-name fighters on the card. What can I say? The UFC hurting for names. They are. They're hurting for names. Their big event coming up now next, going back to Sao Paulo, Brazil. Big names here. Jan Blackowitz. Who the hell is that? Eh, light heavyweight of note. Anyway, taking on Ronaldo Souza. Souza can fight a little bit, but these guys are a little bit past their prime. And are they really main eventers? Speaking of guys past their prime, Mauricio Shogun Rule on the undercard. Man, didn't he fight Dan Henderson about four or five years ago? And I got so freaked out and almost barfed at Octagon side there, down there in, in San Jose, California. It was next in, I think we were in the SAP Center or something like that. I almost barfed. I couldn't believe it. I mean, he was beating them so bad. I was like, eh, stop the fight. Stop the fight. I'm saying to myself, but you can't scream that. 
not in the world of the UFC, because I was in that same city. I'm talking about San Jose, California, when I told the referee to stop the fight in 1988, 89. I'm talking Rico Velasquez and David Gonzalez, and the referee told me, son, go sit down and let me do my job. 40 seconds later, Rico Velasquez was dead. But anyway, Mauricio Shogun Rua taking on Paul Craig. Good Lord, I guess they're going to try to put Rua in a winning match at home down in his native Brazil. At the end of the day... I don't know, man. These beatings these guys take prime, I mean, over and over again. And that doesn't even, doesn't even account for the, the shots that you might take in training. You know, all right? Jan Blackowitz, Jan Blackowitz, Ronaldo Souza, and Mauricio uh, Shogun Rua versus Paul Craig. Those are the two light heavyweight co-features. That's going to go down, of course, November the 16th from the San Paulo, Brazil. Some gymnasium down there. At the end of the day, I think Mauricio Shogun Rua should have retired a long, 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 long time ago. You know, the longer you stick around, the better chance you have of selling pencils. You know what I mean by that? Imagine some guy sitting in a wheelchair with a jar in his hand, nickels in one hand, pencils in another. Professional fighters that are punchy. You're tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Don't forget, Ring Talk airs Saturday and Sunday is 11 a.m. Pacific. I'm right here on the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, and, of course, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, Channel 211. You're listening to the MMA Hour. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words 
buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just That's 800-584-2519. Now, more Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Yeah. Devin Haney rocked, no doubt about that, man. He rocked last night. Larry Merchant rocks it. Larry Merchant rocks every Sunday right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network when he makes his weekly appearance on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We are so proud and so blessed to have the Hall of Famer. Yes, right. Larry Merchant appears weekly here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network with Hall of Famer. Larry Merchant, yeah. Anyway, Joseph William Frazier, born January 12, 1944, died November 7, 2011, the age of 67 via cancer. Muhammad Ali, born Cassius Clay in Louisville, Kentucky, January 17, 1942, passed. Of course, June 3rd, 2016, at the age of 74 years old. May they both rest in peace. They were both great guys. I've got so many stories I could tell about both of them. You know, some good, some bad. But then again, when you know people, when you get to know people behind the scenes, you don't see them like just on TV, this and that. People are people. They're human beings. They've got faults. Yeah, you know, they've got faults. They've got cracks. Nobody doesn't have cracks. Take it for that. Straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Wanna wanna really give some uh some thought to the fact that you Ryan Garcia and Devin Haney, these guys, if they want to fight at 135 pounds, I guess they gotta do it in the next six to eight months because Haney says he's he's too too big to stay at one thirty five too much longer. The guy's twenty years old, he's growing. I think he he deserves it right there. And if Ryan Garcia doesn't want to come to the dance, can I say Ryan's lost? But again, again, they are grooming Ryan not for superstardom. They're grooming him for beyond superstardom. They're going, going, trying to groom him to be a bigger star than Canelo Alvarez. I kid you not, because of the social media and that kind of good stuff. The four million followers on Instagram. I mean, if those four million fans, if that translated into dollars and cents, I guess he'd be a trillionaire. Maybe we'll see what happens. Ryan Garcia, Devin Haney, big money ahead for those guys. You are tuned to Ring Talk. Live worldwide, 36 years now. Live radio presence, of course, a production of the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. The executive producer, the one, the only, the incomparable, as he drops his head in the other room, Mr. Scott Cuddy. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez. There's a million things you can be doing today, but the fact you listen to my show well, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Don't forget, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Sports Byline, iHeart, and Sirius XM Satellite Radio Network. Straight up, you're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. If you don't know it, you know it now. <laughs> 